Welcome to HB RV Lifestyle, the podcast. We are about to expose all the social media morons. We're going to expose YouTubers. We're going to expose TikTok people. We're going to expose realtors. And we're going to expose the mainstream media today. Because they have taken something that Jerome Powell said and twisted it into the biggest freaking lie that there's ever been. You are being lied to about interest rates. Not by Jerome Powell. He told the truth. You're being lied to by the mainstream media and all the social media influencers, especially the ones in real estate. Now, I have a cold. I'm going to be sniffling a lot more than I normally do, so I apologize. But we're going to rock and roll it. And by the way, I am the honey badger. And I'm about to go honey badger on this whole situation. Okay? So I, what I want to do is I want to play... I'm not going to play the whole thing because if I play the whole, I'm going to play the most important part of Powell's speech. And I want you guys to listen to it, okay? And I want you to truly listen to what he's saying. Not what the mainstream media clipped together for you, but what he literally said. Here we go. While we believe that our policy rate is likely at or near its peak for this tightening cycle, the economy has surprised forecasters in many ways since the pandemic and ongoing progress, sorry, ongoing progress committed to achieving a stance of monetary policy that is sufficiently restrictive to bring inflation sustainably down to 2% over time and to keeping policy restrictive until we're confident that inflation is on a path to that objective. In our SCP, uh, FOMC participants wrote down their individual assessments of an appropriate path for the federal funds rate based on what each participant judges to be the most likely scenario going forward. While participants do not view it as likely to be appropriate to raise interest rates further, neither do they want to take the possibility off the table. Wow. Wow. Jerome Powell said that they do not want to take the possibility of raising interest rates in 2024 off the table. Not yet. Let's continue to listen. If the economy evolves as projected, the median participant projects that the appropriate level of the federal funds rate will be 4.6% at the end of 2024, 3.6% mm. at the end of 2025, and 2.9% at the end of 2026. Still... Real quick, before I finish that clip, it is a projection if the economy stays and they get inflation down either at or below 2%, and it's still far away, guys, we are still, core, core inflation is still at 3.1%. They don't know what they're going to do until January 30th and 31st of 2024. That's the next time they will meet. That's six weeks away from today, December 15th. That is exactly, watch this, that is exactly 56 days, I'm sorry, 46 days away 
46 days and then they'll have the fourth quarter report that they'll have to go through and see what it looks like and then okay you know what we'll probably keep rates the same then they're going to meet again at the end of february then again at the end of march we don't fucking know what they're going to do until they get the economic data for the fourth quarter. So there's no guarantee at all that interest rates will go down. Above the median longer term rate. These projections are not a committee decision or plan. If the economy does not evolve as projected, the path of policy will adjust as appropriate to foster our maximum employment and price stability goals. Wow. So if the economy, if the inflation does not get under control, then they are not going to lower interest rates. Jesus criminy, why in the fuck do we take the man's itty bitty comments and let's clip them to death and let's create a YouTube video for everybody to click on because we got to make ad revenue. We're losing so much money because this year's been tough and, 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 and advertisers are just not buying our brand and, 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 oh my God, we're desperate for money. So we got to create crap out of thin air. God, I get passionate about this. I hate fake fucking news this is why i don't listen to graham stephen this is why i don't listen to any of the noodle heads that make money on youtube because they take a guy a full this was seven minutes and 13 seconds into his speech and they took it and they clipped it around and it created a fucking frenzy in the stock market. And now let's look now today. I want to look today. Let's see. What does it look like today? Stock market today. It's hitting record highs. Uh, now, I have a prediction. It's going to go down It's going to go down, guys. It's just going to adjust back down. This is a spike, and everybody's making money off of it. Don't listen to these knuckleheads. They're just trying to make a buck. I mean, here, here's one. Wharton professor Jeremy Siegel's 2024 outlook. Stocks and home prices will jump. Interest rates will tumble. And recession won't hit. That is a projection. You guys have been saying that for two years. We don't know. We won't know until realistically we won't know where the path is until january 30th and 31st of 2024 that's when we will know whether they are going to lower rates or not <clears throat> they will have a better idea on what they're going to do starting january 30th 31st so if you want to wait till then to buy stuff i get it 
okay? I'm not trying to push you to go buy a house or go buy this or go buy that. Yes, I would love for you to use my thinking and go buy an RV ASAP if you're in the market for one. Not if you're struggling to put food on the table, not if you can't pay your light bill, not if you're stressed out because you're living, you're, you're, you're like maxed out to the hilt on your credit cards. No, this is if you have the ability. The ability is you have the credit, no matter if it's good or bad, you have the down payment and you can afford the payment and still be able to go camping and use the recreational vehicle. If you're a cash buyer and cash buyer only, that you have the cash available and it won't kill you to go have some fun financially. Yes, I would love for you to use my mindset because I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> I want interest rates to go down because if interest rates really go down almost 1% next year, I'm going to raise my prices at the dealership. Yes, you heard it from me first. I am going to raise my prices when interest rates go down so I can get back to making a profit and not losing money. Because right now, where I sit, I have lost almost $700,000 selling new inventory, new trailers, new motorhomes, new fifth wheels, new toy haulers. I have lost over $700,000 selling that stuff this year. That's also why our company that I work for is in a great position for when interest rates go down, we can jack up our prices a little bit. Now, we're not going to go MSRP or the industry is not going to go that stupid, but we can get back to, oh, you mean we can make a profit? You mean we can make our normal 7 to 8% profit margin on a travel trailer or a motorhome? You mean we can actually get bank loans at decent payments where people will let us make money? So don't you think I don't want them to go down? I would love for rates to go down. I'd love for them to start going down tomorrow. December 16th, I want them to cut the rate in half so I can start making money again. Because losing money sucks. It's draining. It's no fun. But it was a necessary evil in this industry that we're in right now. And by the way, if you don't think that dealerships, and this is a message to you dealers actually, a message to the dealerships. If you're not losing money on 2023s, you're a freaking idiot. I'm seeing stories that you're losing on my YouTube videos. <clears throat> There's over 200 comments and they're from people that bought 2024s for the same money they could buy a 2023. If you don't have your 23s way below what 24s are, you're an idiot. You're going to get buried and you're out of business in a year or two. We are blowing through 2023 inventory at a pace that nobody can catch up with in California right now. Why? Because my owner, the owner of the dealerships that I'm a part of, is he may not be the smartest guy in the room, 
but he's a survivor and he understood what it took to survive 08, 9, and 10. And his partner did too. And he's got guys like me and guys like a few other folks that have been through this prior that have his back and understand it. I would love for interest rates to go down. I would bet the manufacturers would love for interest rates to go down. But the reality is, is we don't know. I'm not saying they're going to raise the rate. I'm not going to say they're going to lower the rate. I'm telling you, we don't officially know and we won't know more until we get more information. Stop believing Fox News. Stop believing CNN and MSNBC and ABC. These guys want to make money. So they twist the, twist the truth to go with their Republican or Democratic narrative instead of allowing the man, Jerome Powell, whether you like him or not, to do his job. It's all fake money, guys. This is all fiat money. This is all bullcrap baloney. Jeremy Irons said it best. Jeremy Irons said it best in, I can't remember the name of the movie, but let me, let me play this clip. This is probably one of my absolute favorite all-time clips. Um, let's go Jeremy Irons money. Here it is. Oh, man. Ad. I got to pay for premium. There we go. Let me fast forward to the part where he talks about money. It's all fake. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on, I'm getting to it. That's true. And if I had, at least there'd be some holes in the ground to show for it. I just don't know how we fucked this up quite so much. <clears throat> when did you start feeling so sorry for yourself? It's unbearable. What? So you think we might have put a few people out of business today? It's all for naught. But you've been doing that every day for almost 40 years, Sam. And if this is all for naught, then so is everything out there. It's just money. It's made up. Pieces of paper with pictures on it so we don't have to kill each other just to get something to eat. That's one of my favorite lines. It's just money. It's made up. It's a piece of paper with people's pictures on it so we don't kill each other and get something to eat. It's all fiat money. Their job at the Federal Reserve is to take fake currency and try to balance it. Try doing that. That's how simple of an explanation their job really is. 
Their job is to make sure that we don't go into Armageddon and start killing each other just to grab something out of the grocery store. That's the reality. But we try to make it all complicated with these high, highly big words and crap. It has nothing to do with it. Do you know why you're broke? Or why you always feel like you're broke? Because you don't know how to use money. Because most people don't understand money. Okay? So no matter what you do in the world, you're always going to have the super rich and powerful. It could be a communist country, a socialist country. You're going to have the elite families like the Rothschilds. You're never going to get rid of them. You're never going to split up their money. They're just going to laugh in your face. They control everything. That's the elite. Then you got the poverty level. You got the people that are really super poor. And then you got everybody else in between that have different levels. The people in between that understand how to use money are the happiest people. No matter what their income level is. I'll give you a great example. A guy I worked with made $350,000 a year. And he was the most miserable son of a bitch on God's green earth. Always broke. Always stretched out. Never having anything in the bank. He just recently retired and talked to me. And he was so excited about his $2,700 a month social security. And, he, and his little 401k. But he struggled his whole life to get there. At 350 G's a year. Then I have another friend of mine. She made four, She makes between 40 and 45 grand a year. And she is the happiest woman on God's green earth. And she just established a passive income. That does nothing but go into the bank. Because she understood how to use her forty and forty-five thousand dollars, how to use her job, how to use her credit to leverage things to to make her successful. My buddy at three fifty was always going and releasing or rebuying some high-end, top-end car. And lived in a very nice, beautiful home. My friend who's got to my female friend who's a single mom lives in a two bedroom apartment takes the bus to work every single day on top of that she has a car but it's an old beater 1992 Mazda 323 station wagon see there 91 or 92 and they only use that when they go outside the city to go on a small trip with her kids. Her kids buy clothes from the Goodwill. She buys her clothes from thrift stores. My other friend, 350 grand a year, has to have the top end suit. So our income level has nothing to do with whether we know how to use it's our knowledge of how to use the money that we have this is why people in the bottom half of the middle class are happier 
than the people in the top half. Great example. I have a family, a, fam, a Hispanic family that I sold a travel trailer to. They wrote down to the penny what they can afford to pay per month and still use the RV to go on vacation. While I have a lot of white families who are upper income people that can't even tell me what they want to spend. Now, part of that is game playing. The other part of it is they really didn't even think about it because it doesn't cross anybody's mind. I got a guy that's willing to go spend $120,000 on a truck, but only willing to spend ten grand on a trailer? That's not using money properly. But yet I got a, a, a black family that comes out here has a very nice pre-owned F-150 that they probably paid 30, 35 grand for. And then they come out and say, we're looking for a 20 or 20, 20 to $30,000 travel trailer. Somebody that knows money. I'm sorry to say this, guys. I know people are going to get mad at me for this, but minority families like Asian American Hispanic American, black American, those families understand and value how to use money better than white people do. Over my 15 years of selling RVs, I have had better success and a better time selling a family that's from a non-white background than I have white people. And I'm white myself, guys, so don't, it's not a race thing. It's, it's a culture thing. When you get a Hispanic family or an Asian-American family or a poor black family and you get a lot of these people have children and raise their children to, hey, man, you need to go to college or you need to develop a skill or you need to go to a trade school. White people take the silver spoon and stick it in their mouth and go, Mommy, I don't want to move out at 35. While I got Hispanic families, they're out and starting to have a family at 19, 20 years old. And they're taught the value of money and how to spend it. And they know how to group their money together. They know when it's time to swallow their pride and do something else. They know when it's time to go to work. I grew up in a black neighborhood, okay? The majority of the time, everybody worked one to two jobs. My buddy Sonny, for a long time, and Ricky. I went to high school with these guys. I remember Ricky's mom used to work two jobs. She worked one full-time job and she worked a part-time job. And then she went ahead and did a Tupperware business, if you guys remember Tupperware. Now back then, <coughs> by, by based on everything I know about her, she probably, and this is a single mom, by the way. This is not somebody that's married. This is a single mom that back then, probably in 99, 2000, I'm sorry, 98, 99, 2000, probably was making thirty-two, thirty-three $33,000 a year between her Tupperware business, her full-time job, and her part-time job. 
Did she go out and get a Mercedes-Benz? No. She always went out and got a practical car, like a Toyota Corolla. She always had a, a used two- or three-year-old car when she bought something new. It was a two- or three-year-old car. She had a beautiful home. Everything was decorated through garage sales and thrift stores. She had a story for every piece of furniture in the house. But when I used to drive to Orange County to go see my grandmother, her neighbors, it was always about what they got at Macy's and what they got at Robinson's May. If you guys remember Robinson's May. It was always about that. They got this nice, beautiful furniture. Most of those people are broke now because they don't understand how to use money. And that's the problem when you start having people not educating people with the right information. And I'm sorry, white people, and I am white, white people are idiots. We soak in all this information. I'm not talking to every white person, but we are morons. We soak in all this information from Republicans and Democrats. We hate this. We hate that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The world is falling. Oh, my God. They're going to cut interest rates. Maybe we should wait on buying a house. Oh, we'll wait three years because they're going to cut the rate down. Okay. What are you going to do for the next three years? And what's your goal for the next three freaking years? I can guarantee you that every minority household in this country, in the United States of America, is not discussing whether they're going to hold off on buying a home until rates go down. It's going to be, where can we buy a home? How can we afford the down payment? How can we make it work to where we buy now and refi later? Guarantee you. I guarantee you in Chinese-American houses, Japanese-American houses, Taiwanese, Vietnamese, African-American, Hispanic-American, guarantee you. They're going to pay attention, but they're not going to swallow it and drink it like Kool-Aid. But the white culture will telling you right now white culture will swallow this up they already have i understand guys i understand realtors especially are desperate i get it but there's business to be made out there you just have to go get it Just remember, don't believe everything you hear from our mainstream media and YouTubers that are only in it for one reason, it's to make a buck. Am I in it to make money? Yes. Is it giving me my only source of income? Hell no. If I relied on YouTube to be my only source of income, even in the future, somebody bury me in the backyard because I'm cooked. All right, we'll see you next time.